0: And welcome back to the shed of basketball truth this is studio three for ball don't lie australia it's not just a welcome back to you it's a welcome back to my guest host here tonight matt maca mcintyre mate welcome back to uh welcome back for 2024.
1: thanks mate 2024 yeah first uh first part of the year i'm good to go i've got a new set of uh new headset here and um i'm dialed in I'm ready to talk some ball
0: nice nice mate It uh look good old times over the chrissy break um i assume you digested all the uh christmas basketball that was on offer
1: oh i think i just said basketball because i was just say i did put on a few kgs after <laughs> the uh christmas break as you do um You'll but yeah broken. no i've been <laughs> Been keeping my, uh, my hand on the pulse, watching lots of NBL and all the NBA games as well, so as many as I can. Um, but, yeah, it's been been really good basketball recently. Some surprises in the NBL with some of the teams that are doing a lot better and some of the uh, stalwarts uh, dropping back in the, to the pack a little bit. So that's been fun to watch. And then the NBA, um, a lot been happening, especially in the last few weeks, some big numbers going up
0: yeah so look i obviously as you know i was on the uh disney cruise liner which was uh was absolutely fantastic in a lot of ways uh unfortunately though come boxing day those uh nba christmas day games um couldn't actually couldn't actually watch i uh, was, was a little bit devastated uh a bit gutted in some ways but in other ways i was like uh look you know what i'll we're here we'll spend time with the fam we'll go and get our photo taken with mickey mouse and everything will be fine and it was we had a we had a great old time and yeah you know missed out on the games and it wasn't the worst thing it wasn't it actually wasn't the worst basketball um story to come out of out of my cruise um uh the the uh, the family who was actually staying uh, across the way from us? Delightful family, uh, on the surface. I got talking to dad a little bit. Uh, he was huge NBA fan. He even named his, um, named his daughter after his favorite NBA team. Um, unfortunately though, uh, Milwaukee. No, uh, no, 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 they've won a chip. Um, (laughs) Minnesota. Really? Yeah, 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 just yeah. So she's got to live with that for the rest of her life. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. You, know, look, you get the occasional Boston and Brooklyn's, and yeah, you know, um, yeah, there's the occasional ones that are out there. Yeah, Indiana, um, like oh, you've yeah. heard of, yeah, but you know, if, yeah, a
0: Minnesota, that's a yeah. um, mm, yeah.
1: interesting, interesting. Yeah, sure, but- it suits
0: them. Yeah, you, know, you know, delightful young child is just, oh, that's a lot to put on a kid, but yeah, you know, <laughs> thankfully this year they're, yeah. they're turning it around. Maybe I oh, don't know. don't
1: know. But, True. Uh, they are playing well.
0: Yeah. Getting
1: yeah. back to that, that, um, the, the boxing day in Australia, this last one on the gold coast is horrible because of the weather, but in general boxing day in Australia for sports has to be the best day of the year because you've got NBA Christmas games. You've got Boxing Day cricket test match. You've got the Sydney to Hobart. It's like it's plethora. It's so normally, um, you know, if that that's the one day where it's just leftover Christmas food, just bunker down, put some aircon on, and you're good in front of the TV for a good six to eight hours. And then you've got the big bash as well at night. It's it's oh, but yeah. you know, sometimes, mate, you got to just you you got to sacrifice for the family and that's what you did so tip of the hat to you
0: oh fan first mate fan first you know, yeah it's, uh, oh, yeah it's uh it's one of those things i'm happy to put the family first and happy to have that on record but uh <laughs> that being said would have also loved to uh sit in the pool and watch something on the big screen or some mba on the big screen but hey that's life. All good. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. So look, mate, MBL. MBL, it's heating up. We're getting close to the pointy end. You know, teams are really starting to uh shape up. And if they're not, if they're not, they're gonna be shipped out um, of the playing space completely. So but um look some of the guys really behind the show here um that are coming into the conversation, obviously we've got uh Vickerman and really coach yeah in, who who, who we think yeah. and is is the sneaky brizzy coach of justin Schuler is is he has he done enough to be in the mix or is it uh or, or is it really in uh Vickerman just that next level you reckon
1: uh i probably would say really in Vickerman are standouts uh well it's it's the bullets are still in that situation where I, I, I think they make the playoffs. I do really do because they're they're apart from Melbourne, they've got. Uh, I think they've got. all playing their playing the last three games. Draw teams below them on the ladder. So very strong chance they're they're making the 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 playoffs. Um, gonna be hard not to make it from there. So what is he he's taken them from uh, second last last year or maybe even last to the you know wins. into the playoffs. Uh, eight, wins. eight wins, yeah, and they've got sitting on 12 wins at the moment so you know and three games four games to go so you know big improvement it's hard if you're at the pointy end of the the ladder though like as the coach like you know and you know uh really had a tough start to the year but then you know i don't really i don't really know if it was the coaching that changed it or bryce cotton just went full bryce cotton on everyone and he's just been outstanding and dragged him on his back it seems like a lot of the games he's doing that on by himself so um i think it's definitely really in vickerman but oh i don't know the bullets yeah no it's definitely it's definitely vickerman Uh, i was me, i take melbourne the melbourne coach um uh, i think he's done enough and he's i think he's won two or three already so He's probably due for another one, uh, the way they're playing and they've had injuries and the way he's just kept uh, Chris Golding, just firing at the sprightly age of 35, like this is, this is probably one of his best seasons in the last five and he's always producing. So you know, the way he's kept this team, um, together and motoring has yeah, been really good. So I, would I'd give Vickerman the nod personally.
0: Yeah, look, I think Justin Shuler has done a great job. Um, and um, i could do the maths at the moment because it's easy it's a, already a 33 uh increase in wins for this season um from 8 to 12 you know like i said uh easy maths but uh yeah look uh, i i think he's probably comes up a little bit short um and that's i'm actually going to go the other i'm going to go with really um because yes cotton has been you know fantastic but I, I, uh, I'm just, you know, buying into the fact that some of these other players, you know, like Mr. Webster, um, you know, he's mm-hmm. stepping up, um, there are, there are other pieces coming to the fore and it just, uh, they're 13 out of the last 15 games as it currently sits. Um, they're just absolutely rolling from a position where they were getting booed in their own, um, on their own home court. Um,
1: Earth fans will do that too, man. They're, uh... oh, yeah. They are parochial and not afraid. If they if they're not happy with the team, they let them know. But man, when they're when they're rolling and they're supporting the team, that place is is probably the best place to play basketball in Australia with the Red Army. Um, those games are wild. I've been lucky enough to go to two live games there, but um, yeah, you're right. They they're playing really well. I I, I their initial poor start to the year, I really I think it's very um, poignant that when their season started to turn around was when they got Jesse Wagstaff back coming off the bench Um, and just an ultimate team player, senior player. And you see, like, he's the first guy off the bench, waving the towel, first guy, you know, patting people on the back. And he's their most senior player, probably apart from Bryce Cotton. Um, They've been around probably as long as each other. So, um, yeah, I, I... I think he was the key to get back and just have in the locker room. And, um, yeah, they've, they've turned their season around. And like you said, on a huge win streak and playing really well.
0: They certainly are. Um, would we say that, uh, could we say Perth and Philadelphia are a lot of, uh, similarities in the way they, uh, why they follow their teams that, uh,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. You can Um, definitely
0: feel the love, and you can feel everything as well. (laughs)
1: Yeah, they love winners and they hate losers. Um, but yeah, and some players really dislike that. Like some players want to feel loved all the time. Um, but other players, like you know, like Bryce Cotton, and that, like he he wasn't shying away from it, and he he came out, and then when then when he started to turn it around, crowds straight behind him, and he's pumping them up and. Like that. That's a yeah. That, that's a real. Um, you you have got to be made for that sort of team, and you see people like for for Philly who come in and that's get chewed out, and fans. As soon as they turn on them, it's a hard place to play. Ben Simmons, you know. Um, but uh, if you if they like you and you play for them hard, and they'll they'll support you and. To Bryce Cotton's just like he's the epitome of Perth, and that's why the fans love him so much.
0: Indeed. All right. Well, uh, we had the Adelaide 36 take on the Illawarra Hawks in the unofficial We Sacked Our Coach Bowl. Um look, 36 has got this one done, but and they're currently effectively tied on nine wins apiece. The the bottom of the ladder is actually clogged at the moment with four teams with nine wins. Um mm. But illawarra adelaide which one do you see going higher which one do you see going lower at the at the end of uh, their prospective seasons respectively I,
1: I think hawks will finish on top That's they've, they've still got two games in hand mm-hmm. um so you've got the four teams on the bottom of the ladder which are all nine wins 12 or oh, sorry yeah uh, hawks and breakers are nine wins 12 losses and then thirty sixes, southeast melbourne and nine wins 14 losses so Hawks and Breakers have that two extra gains in hand, so I I feel like they're with those extra gains, they'll probably pick up an extra win and probably finish ahead of the Hawks. Definitely probably so finish ahead of the 36ers, but I think both those teams have turned it around because they looked horrible at the start of the year, disjointed. Yeah. Both teams disjointed, key injuries, and it's just it's just the way it is when it, when team. Team chemistry is not, if they're not gelled and it, it doesn't, and it looks like it's clunky. It's just, it seems to be that you you see your superstars or your, you know, your starting center pick up an injury and it just adds to it. It's just like a snowball. But both teams, once they sort of, you know, for whatever reasons, when they had a bit of a coaching change and 36 has also picked up DJ Vasiljevic and all of a sudden they look, couple of wins and man, it's like a magic cure all of a sudden you got Isaac Humphreys healthy. You've got Sam trolling for the Hawks playing really well.
0: Humphreys um, has definitely been balling of late. And look, I, I can't help definitely. think think um, that Mitch McCarran rev up video where he just blasted some guys. You know, if we're being honest, that happened, what? Uh, that came out, that video came out, and then all of a sudden, you know, 36 is going on a run. I mean, coincidence? I think not. No,
1: and look, look what 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 did he honestly say? He said, "Look, take ownership." Yeah, like you know, like take ownership of what you're doing at training, so we don't play like shit on the weekend. And yeah, I mean, you can say it really nicely, but it doesn't. That oh, doesn't sometimes carry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you pull guys in and you throw a few you know expletives in there, and you uh-huh. you do it passionately like he did. Yep. Ooh, ooh, that sometimes fires the boys up, and he may definitely did that time. But yeah, and then that, yeah, you're right. Pretty much from then on, they've been competitive. Um, there's that really no blowouts that I can think of. I think the the worst game the 36ers had was when they had that. Uh, I think it was like a really close back to back, and they might and they had a blowout after that. But pretty much since that point, they've showed up every week and played really well. And the the game between the Hawks and the 36ers came down to that buzzer beater um, by kelle the um shooting guard for 36 so uh tight both teams doing really well
0: indeed and of course you know if you want to put your spin on it was it uh the maybe it wasn't the we sacked our coach bowl it was the our coach left it was a mutual decision bowl but either way um you know their their seasons have turned around not just the win and loss column both teams just look better on the court they're they're a much better watch uh, i think that's a yeah. big thing they're, they're a much better watch um and realistically that that is all like they're playing better basketball they look better it's gotta feel better and if nothing else that's going to lead to some w's which it seems to be so fantastic they're able to turn things around but uh look Let's, let's hit this magical button over here and we'll talk about some NBL. It's a little bit closer to home. Boom, 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 the boom, 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 the All right. Resi Bullets. Obviously they got, uh, tub thumped, uh, by Perth in Perth, hard place to play um was it uh 49 to 19 at some point in that second half there but yeah tough one but you know Perth was on one that night they never really looked in it Brisbane didn't look in it and that can happen sometimes you know for whatever reason you, you just you're getting your ass kicked early and heads stay down and they stay kicked but they really turned it around incredibly well against Cairns.
1: yeah absolutely and Still a bit of spite between in the Taipans and Bullets rivalry coming from, you know, the start of the year with uh-huh. Baines and Coach Ford getting into it a little bit and then Baines copping that uh, suspension. He was um, at home, so playing at Cairns as well, proud of giving it to him. He was giving it back just as much. But um, he played well, played physical, um, Bullets played well, Taipans. Probably a little bit disappointing. Um, they they had a lot of turnovers, and they're, uh, coach Ford is a really good coach. He he has that a team that is probably undersized against most most squads, but he has a really defensive mind of we're basically just switching on to everybody, and they've got multiple players who can cover multiple positions. Um, so defensively, they do. I thought they were doing really well with the bullets in the second half. But they just let them get out to too much of a break in that first half. And the, just the turnovers in the end, they just kept piling up. And every time they get a little bit closer and they get within sort of, you know, one or one or two possession game, um, the Taipans would have a cough up and the Bullets just took advantage and um, got their regular input from Sobe. Baines played well. Um, Harrison played well. Um, he's, had, he's having a really good season, a bit of a breakout season. So Bullets are going strong. I... Really, it'd be interesting to see when it gets to the playoffs how Coach Schuller's going to play with his centre rotation because the big didn't get any minutes in that type end's Bullets game. I'm not sure if that was an injury or whether he, he just didn't want to take the risk because there was parts where it was close and they really needed that win. So it'd be interesting to see if they... Stick with Harrison at the starting centre and Baines chipping in with, you know, five, ten minutes or what are they, what that plays, Karski in the playoffs. Um, but I think you can lock them in, Mel. I think the Bullets, I'd be bet, betting, if I was a betting man, I'd be betting the Bullets make the final, the playoffs, sorry, because like I said, they've got three. They've got Melbourne at uh, home, yeah, Melbourne at home on Friday and then they've got away games to the Hawks. 36 is at home and away to the breakers and Hawks 36 sixers breakers all below them on the ladder. So uh, really, really strong. This, this would be the strongest chance in a long time to finish and possibly finish, you know, high, well into the playoffs ahead of a few other teams that are currently ahead of them.
0: Yeah. Look, they're, they're in a good position. They're playing well. Um, <clears throat> Perth rolled them. Yes, but they bounce back. Well, they, they, haven't necessarily done that well in the last couple of seasons. So again, as a fan, it's it's easy to be positive. You know, that they're making it fairly easy to continue to be positive. And look, I I still think they're in that, um, realistically, they're in that four, five, uh, four, five, six sort of range there. Um, they've obviously uh sitting pretty with the current results and some others, but you know, From a fan point of view, still liking it, still believe I don't, I I can't see them, you know, really crashing into that top three necessarily, uh, by the end of the season. But, um, I think they're, they're, they're doing quite well. They bounce back from what could have been a massively demoralizing, uh, loss and got a W only a couple of games left. We're in a great position. Um, uh, as as a fan here we're in a great position to see some quality basketball and some postseason basketball with the bullets in it which
1: yeah op- hey. optimism through the roof like it's it's good real positive outlook um with their matchups and where they're sitting and they get to the finals it it's just going to be interesting how it plays out because you know i i'm confident soby's going to get 20 odd points a game for them who's going to be the second player you know in the nbl you generally have two players if you're going to win you'll have two ball dominant or, or, or sorry scoring dominant players it's it's not very often that it's it's spread across um the scoring sorry spread across so wide as what the bullets currently do so whether that they'll be able to do that in the finals because uh, you tend to find that there's less rotation in the finals and um, yeah, players are going to have the ball in their hand a bit more often. So Sobey will have plenty of the ball. Who's going to be the other guy that's going to get a bulk, a share of the possession? Because at the moment, it's really spread out. I would have thought at yeah, the start or midway through the season that Benin was probably going to be that guy. But um, then when Casey Prader came on board, I thought, well, maybe he's going to be the second Tier scorer, especially going you know, when they get to the finals, but he hasn't really played too many minutes, and he's coming off a knee injury from um, from his where he was previously playing. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. But optimism, man, they can they could shake things up and you know uh, play a bit of a role like Cairns did last year, where people really didn't give him much of a chance that they're a sniff away from making the 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 grand final.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly right they they were a sniff um and that uh that cook's injury slightly worse well hey you never know um, mm-hmm. but all right look let's uh let's over, head over the di- the big ditch uh head over the ocean to where uh they don't play as as amazing you know sweet sweet d or anything like that uh over the nba mate haslam Donis haslam very long career all in the one place if you're a heat fan you probably love this you know he gets his jersey retirement da-da-da-da-da. i know you're not a heat fan <sighs> what are your thoughts
1: not a heat hater either just just really uh the uh, not not my team but oh I've really thought about this hard and I'm, you know, I'm a little bit of a, I had a debate in my own head. And, um, so how did I justify it? Well, if you look at his career stats, he's the leading rebounder for the heat, um, for, uh, for the, for the heat team. So he has, he's got his name on one of the, you know, one of those leaderboards in one of the key stats. Um, he, He has a long career, um, at the same club, which is a big thing as well. Um, but he seemed to be, especially in his later years was quite good at helping young players develop, have a bit of a protector role. Fans love him. Um, you know, he doesn't necessarily not going to see a lot of people outside of, you know, the Miami area wearing Haslam jerseys, but um I don't from that perspective have too much of an issue with them retiring his number they can do it that's fine on the other side though did he really have that key influence on the team that you know the championship teams had LeBron Wade and Bosch I just live with it I'll probably say look the heat want to do it they've done some funny things with retiring numbers for players that don't play for them in the past so hey they, that's another number they don't want to use let them go for it it really doesn't doesn't faze me either way it doesn't really get me angry but i'm i'm not going to tune in and watch the uh ceremony if that if that's uh any sort of indication Mal, what what was your opinion of it fan or not fan
0: oh uh, look i'm not going to go full paul pierce um <laughs> yeah and... he did
1: come out and have a swing
0: <laughs> didn't he what <laughs> um but at the same time too it's like uh... For me, like the Udonis has them, you know, career. Yes. All in the one place. Great. You know, the sticking around and playing a couple of extra years, effectively just being on the training squad, da, da, da. like the whole thing where some people are getting, you know, hating on him for, you know, taking up the spot of a younger player and da 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 da. da that, you know, um, if they genuinely want that younger player, they'll find a, a way, a route, a spot, you know, a, a G league position or something. You know, to for that guy to get that exposure, whatever they need, and you know, get him on the court. So that that old was like, man. The big thing I have against him is all this, you know, all the, you know, this sacrifice and this and that and the other that you know I've, I've made to you know stay here and da da da. It's like, calm down, Turbo. Like, just, 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 just calm that that kind of stuff down about you know sacrifice and stuff because there's a whole lot of other people who aren't earning millions of dollars a year. They're not multi-million, you know, multi-millionaires, da 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 da. They're not playing a sport. Calm down on the whole sacrifice stuff. Okay. You might've, you know, not necessarily taken extra millions to be there, but let, let's, let's shy away from this sacrifice stuff. Hey, like, yeah, you yeah. know, and look. Yeah, you know, friend, uh, friend of the show, uh, great friend of the show in Tim Sung probably isn't going to enjoy that because he actually does have a Haslam jersey. Um, <laughs> <obviously>. <laughs> wouldn't yes. be surprised if he has a Haslam tattoo, but yeah. And again, I, I'm i a Boston fan. Like, we have so we have retired so many numbers. There's actually, if you look next time, um, they, they pan up into the roof, it's actually a name up there because they it was like, ah. Oh, don't bother retiring my number. Just retire my name. That way, we'll be all good. <laughs> within, I think it was within 15 years, they then retired that number again for the next guy who wore it. Like we have retired so many numbers, it's not funny. Um, you know,
1: well, so, look, hey. given that example though, so you've got like a team like Boston. I could only, I, I don't know really other teams. I really only know most of the retired numbers for Philly. That's because that's who I support. But the retired numbers for Philly, uh, Allen Iverson, Dr. J, Moses Malone, Wilt Chamberlain, Mo Cheeks, Al Greer, like, <laughs> they're top, seven, like, top 75 players all time. I think all of them. Uh, and Charles Barkley. Um, when you go down the list, you, you see a similar thing. Like Boston's going to have your yeah, Larry Bird, Parish McHale, um, like all this, all their stars, right. You're going to look at the Miami heat and you're going to have another 23 for the Bulls. you're going to have, you know, probably two or three years. They're going to go Who? and then, you're going to, you know, the guy Tim, has the Jersey on Oh, him. <laughs> Let's watch some clips on him setting picks and, you know, rebounding. Like, you know, I, like it's, uh, it just seems, it seems funny to me. That's probably the best way to describe it. but um it, in contrast to some teams like you're saying now boston have a plethora but they're all oh you, you can't say better players but you, you you say statistically they were putting up bigger numbers um
0: oh, maybe yeah, look, bigger
1: influences on the team
0: and it is uncomfortable um <laughs> it is uncomfortable sometimes when you're watching you know those role players or those 10-day or 20-day contract guys come in and they get given like jersey number 76 or you know, and there's no you know funny like or interesting story uh like um like luca has where he wanted seven somebody already had it and was like, oh give me 77 problem solved job done um you know it, it's because there's there's generally a ridiculous amount like if anything you know yes there's your major ones there's also some up there that's like oh you know cuspy. And it's more it's more a cautionary tale here. here there's more what i'm sort of going with it's like but at the same oh, time oh, do
1: don't, don't become us yeah don't, do that for, that he, don't, don't be us
0: yeah <laughs> it, it's difficult there's i think um uh was it, there's actually was it there's seven um which is still an active number i think that's the last single digit um i can think of offhand like there's has so many jerseys that have been retired, has so many numbers that have been retired. It's actually at the point of ridiculous. So it's a cautionary tale. If you if you're a huge Miami fan, you're probably going to love this because you, you know, you're you all about your know, Udonic Haslin checking into a game and then being checked out by the referees Um, so quickly. It's not funny, like you know, and the silly things like that. But yeah, for me, it's like eh, I it, I don't get it. You know I'm not supposed to I'm not a heat fan, but yeah, it's yeah, just yeah.
1: the takeaway take from this is they should be doing it like Philly's doing it and giving them to the superstars who you know put up the put the fans in the seat wow I think that's what we're getting at here now yeah take take a leaf out of Philly and let's just do it how the 76ers are doing it
0: and not do a bo- not 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 overdo it on, a, on like a Boston
1: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> and we've been much better at that lately we have been so much better at that lately. we haven't been putting up oh god play for us for five years boom up you go like um you know it's been a lot more relaxed and calm and we've been focusing on those you know really top end players who really did it for us not the role yeah. players who had a moment or you know something like that and you could you know i'm not saying he had a he only had a moment, he'd spent his entire career there and da da, da da. But yeah, just a cautionary tale. Don't go giving every jersey number away. All right, mate. Speaking of your 76ers and the cautionary tale, which we just spoke about. Yes. Is there anybody you can think of, apart of course, from Embiid who had that was it 70 McNugget piece? Uh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, today as we record, um, is there, is there someone in the wings who, you know, those true 76 sixers fans a name they would know and be like, yeah, uh, but might leave someone like me or people who aren't 76 is fans scratching their heads going, really? Okay.
1: Well, and I, i I really I knew this question was coming, so I was racking my brain, and there's there isn't a lot because what and what threw me off was the caliber of the retired of the people who have their numbers retired mm-hmm. currently you can you can talk about you know there's there, there's a few guys that um, were very decent players. One guy, Aaron McKee, um was this a two time or yeah I think he was two time all star won a six six man of the year was on the uh, second leading scorer behind Iverson in that um 76ers team that um made it to the uh, played against the Lakers in the playoffs and we famously got uh, got beaten but when you look into it a bit more he was the second leading scorer averaging 12 points a game Iverson Iverson was averaging 32 in those that playoff series so um, it was Iverson, it, and then a cliff to it, anyone else yeah it, it it's it's just hard to find anyone else and he was really only i think like he was with the team for maybe three years um like there's names like eric snow who he was a decent point guard in the in the run that those those good years they had um with that team and he was a 10 10 point a game point guard started most and played a lot of minutes uh and he was there for a few years but I probably still couldn't give him the nod. And then I thought, oh, what about, you know, Matumbo? He was, he was the center for that team and he was, he was decent, but he was only there for two years and really was sort of just there to try to do his best to manage Shaq as best he could. And, you know, Shaq averaged 30 and 20. So it's 40 and 30, but he, so he might've done a good job, but Shaq still had his way. Um, so the only one that i could pick off was doing like then following on from that there was years of misery and and there's a rebuilding process but i probably i, I like the idea and this is this is probably similar in the vein to Jonas haslam where the bulk of this player's work was being a good role model a very good teammate um was uh, a scorer at times in his career um but also Unf unfortunately when he left the team, he won all his championships and that's Andre Iguodala. So never got one at the 76ers, but played the first thing, six seasons of his career there and.
0: Stole a Finals was pretty... MVP, yep.
1: <laughs> Stole one for, for Golden State. Yes. Um, got a, he nearly won a dunk, uh, comp in the all-star weekend, but got robbed by, I think it was, um, uh, Nate, uh. Help me out here. New York Knicks, uh, Nate, Nate Robinson. Robinson. Yeah. Are you he, saying
0: he got robbed by Kryptonite?
1: Yes. Oh, come he on. He did. Oh, come he, on. Yeah, Igadala's all-star dunk comp was he had some of the most innovative and best dunks at the time. Um, then years years later, people were doing them and that. But he was his dunks were that good and he got robbed. He heard it here first. Well, no, everyone knows that, but, um,
0: <laughs> no so he should have no had that as a title,
1: <laughs> but yeah, so he's the only one I think that could, that could retire his number and people know his name very well. So it's not like they go who, um, but, uh, you could definitely retire his, his number. Um, his, jer- his Jersey, you'd say singlet, but, um, there's no one else currently though, that, that that's play X players, current players are oh, like, and if he, if he one wins a championship if he two stays there or, or sorry if he even if he doesn't win a championship if he stays there for another two years doing what he's doing with just a high level of production he'll be he'll get his number retired for sure um tyrese maxi is another one that look he could quite well you know early in his career but if he stays there and plays for a long time in philly you really just got to have a good tenure I think that there's there's been good players that have come in and been there for a year or two but if you don't have a good tenure I don't think there's much of a chance because the fans just got to be supportive of it so um that's who I'd probably go with though, mate I'd go Ikadala Yeah right
0: I I have a uh, I have a counter proposal I have a counter proposal for you um I propose and I think this would be a nice soft sell as well um we retire ai's number six jersey that he wore in that all-star game for the Sixers um uh for tribute to 76's hall of famer dr j julius Irving. You th- throw that like one up it. there as well right? yeah 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 you know, well no and, and that's the thing like obviously no one can wear number six again in the league so you know that's it's sort of locked in there for a few different reasons but yeah chuck it up there you know? yeah yeah the answer the answer comes back you know everyone gets around the 76s similar sorts of vibes
1: yeah true true is it what so dr j has his number retired though but i'm not sure what number it actually is so uh, it's
0: probably number six but chuck this jersey up there <laughs> next to it uh, yeah you know if you want to have an event boom there's your event right there
1: true and he still man, he still gets to the you see him flash to Iverson in the in the stands you know at the 76ers home games and the fans still go absolutely nuts for him so oh, yeah. um yeah, you're right that would fill a, fill a house and sell a few tickets and do a little jersey run of them, print some yep. print some new jerseys, get them going. Yep. But um yeah, no the the current ones they got on there are all superstars, so I think Iguodala is the only one who sort of gets in that echelon of players. The other one that, that me personally, I have like just as I have this, um, oh, I guess you call it a man crush on Andre Miller, because when he was at the 76s he was he was there for like three years, and we were horrible, absolutely horrible. But he was like, I don't know man, he, he he's not athletic, he's not a a superstar shooter, but he was getting like 18 points and 10 re- 10 assists a game, playing bulk minutes with no one else around him. Um, uh, he, he had like three seasons where I was like, this guy's the man, but obviously, <laughs> you know, not, he's not a superstar or an all-star caliber player. Where he wasn't chosen for that, but yeah, he, he's the other one I've got a soft spot for.
0: Fair enough fair enough all right mate let's uh let's get uh stuck into some uh, local card shop of and Gabba crackham hey eh?
1: yeah let's do it
0: all right i've got five cards here well actually i've got a pack of five cards let's crack them open first i've got five cards here and for those who haven't played local card shop wool and Gabba before i've got my five cards i read the back anytime we get to a name I'll say somebody, and uh, yeah. As soon as you know, mate, just call out the answer because I assume you got this. I assume you got. This. Oh my
1: god! Um, yeah, yeah. You know, it's first been a one while. for twenty twenty
0: four. I mean, uh, you. Uh, I'm sure you listened to last week's uh, episode where um, we had, we actually had two rounds of local card shop cracking, one MBL vintage round. Uh, Retro round where uh, Ant and the boys got absolutely smoked by Ash Proud. Um, Oh, really? Oh, wasn't close. (laughs) (laughs) Wasn't close. Um, And then in the uh, final one, uh, the last one at the end of the episode, which you always do, I had Jared with the help of Elliot um, against Ant. Uh, Jersey on the line, Shaq Jersey as well. It was on the line. And uh, yeah, Jared got out to a two-zero lead. Things Ooh. were looking good. Yeah, that's uh, that was the last uh, was the last time Jared was smiling on that show. Unfortunately, <laughs> <laughs> uh. yeah, even gave him a backup, like second chance, second bite of the cherry. Oh, you know, go at it, and uh, like trivia style question. He went for the red herring. He went for the red herring of uh, what was it again? Um, uh, tech fouls. It was tech fouls for. Oh, uh, I want to say maybe the 2019 season. Who got the most? And Draymond Green was on the multiple choice list. And you can't not go for Draymond. But mm. uh, that particular. Was it Dwight? Uh, no, it was Ice Trey Trey Young.
1: Oh really? So, oh, that's it. That is a yeah it is a bit of a surprise that one
0: a little bit of a curveball and yeah yeah Yeah. but anyway I'm sure you'll have a much better time
1: uh hopefully under (laughs) the bright lights now you know you never know what happens sometimes they come to you sometimes it's just blankness so we'll see
0: look uh unfortunately I don't have a uh, jersey up for grabs here for you tonight mate but of course if you do jump on the older Instagram page and now like and share. Um tag a couple of friends. Actually, you just need to uh, follow the page, like the post and tag two friends, and you are in the draw to win either a, a Lakers jersey, uh, a Shaq Lakers jersey, a uh, Sammy Whitcomb Opal's jersey, or a third mystery jersey, which we will release uh over the next couple of days. Exactly which one that's that one's gonna be.
1: Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. Uh, Opal, Opal, Sammy wickham Opals jersey, be nice. The um, uh, yeah, that's for uh, what? What's the vintage of that one? You uh, get that, that one
0: from the uh, World Champs. Here? World Champs that were here in Australia. Yeah, nice. Oh uh, yeah, that ilk. All right, mate. Let's get into some local card shop of Wool and Crackham. Let's do it. First card off the rank. Somebody avoided the Denver defender and still managed to throw down a sick dunk on January 6th of 2023 running against numbers in transition. He jumped away from the rim to fly past the defender while the rest of his body was nearly behind the backboard. He stuck the ball out front and slammed it home for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Number three for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, started his basketball journey um in brooklyn in brooklyn famously was traded and then uh lost a piece of himself but saved his life not not an emotional piece. not an emotional piece uh lost a kidney literally because he was traded he uh he uh went through some extra medical scans and things and yeah they spotted a issue got rid of the kidney and uh, uh, I, uh
1: I don't have yeah. the kidney's not ringing a bell to be no. honest with you no but I'm thinking Brooklyn and maybe a paces stopover.
0: very good yes now at the clear yeah Lavert Karis, Karis? Karis Karis Levert. yes there we go yeah saved his life Maybe really class. so yeah. oh is that a medical when there's something wrong with his kidney yeah. being traded okay so so, yeah. we'll yeah.
1: annual checkups people
0: yeah <laughs> right all right card number two dominating on the glass while also flashing a smooth shot from deep somebody put up 21 rebounds and swished two triples in a 108 108.94 win over okc on november 5th 2022. He became the third player to record those numbers in 30 minutes or fewer joining dennis rodman 1992 and anthony tolliver in 2010 for the milwaukee bucks
1: <laughs> He is
0: one of those players who uh we actually have a special nickname for him on the show it's n- not the most unique unique nickname i'm sure there are other people in the world who call him this it's not crazy nose
1: oh yeah uh, bobby porter bobby Portis. Crazy crazy yeah when he eyes. gets angry yeah yeah, yeah. okay
0: yeah oh yeah i you know, think just warmed up yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: what is it that Yeah. winning in the american team at the um the last world championships i thought a few games he was gonna because like the, the fever's a little bit more physical uh mm. You know the rest little we more contact go and he, he wasn't having it it was uh it was funny to watch some of those american games yeah.
0: oh yeah all right whoa tie into uh tie into that tournament here we go this next card somebody entered the league as a sh- as as a sorry as a stout defender who lacked polish these days he's even better at stopping and has dropped his old habits hey that's arguable i had to learn the hard way on fouls technicals and all that he said i just had to try and f- try to find a way to be disciplined and keep guys in front of you and make them shoot over you for the memphis grizzlies no longer with memphis no longer with memphis uh yeah and- dylan
1: Dylan Brooks,
0: Dylan Brooks. It is Dylan Brooks, yeah. it is. all right. Ooh, tricky one. Nice little card. This one, uh, rated rookie card. This'll be a good get. Ooh. This'll be a good get Denver nuggets on scouting reports. Perhaps no word is thrown around more than versatile. Um, if there's one player in the 2022 draft class who truly deserves that description, it's. Somebody packing ideal size and mobility, the swingman is switchable on defense and scores from all three levels on the other end. Number eight for Denver, the Denver Nuggets. I'm not sure he's still there this season.
1: I think, uh, phone a friend to maybe Kemi T on that one, but number
0: eight, yeah, I think he started a couple of games
1: go uh peyton watson
0: peyton watson it is well done well done i'll give you that one
1: thank you 2k
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah well one of those guys uh potentially but hey all good oh last card oh this is an express lane card which is this exact same type of special card that um last week we had a chris paul one of these and that was the card that jared didn't get and uh, that was the card that where things all came unstuck oh well (laughs) express lane for the detroit pistons detroit is a hard-working town built on the automobile industry once upon a time so it's the perfect spot for a young igniter who can handle the keys to an nba offense no wonder somebody feels right at home the character of people here the way they go about things it's cool to see he said i'm happy i get to represent them number two for the detroit pistons hey cunningham Cade cunningham it is mate you're getting better or, at
1: this. Uh yeah that was a pretty that was an easier one the first two the first two you really just saw yeah you had to you had to walk me into them so (laughs) (laughs) you pretty much gave me karis levert's um medicare number (laughs) i was i was
0: was halfway to blood tight um yeah (laughs) but that's all right
1: hey been out of the game christmas break you know it's just it's all practice right yeah Get some reps in.
0: Yep, yeah. Get some shots up. Get some shots up. That's it. And look now now's the time to get him in. I mean, you know, Ant coming off a, a mixed bag last week. You know, that's he's the measuring stick you got to chase down. So the cracking thing. Yeah, king. yeah.
1: He's... We'll get a we'll get a rematch at some stage. I'm sure. oh
0: uh-huh. If you want it <laughs> not really no 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 not really uh, uh I just... would i suggest uh hitting the books on the old uh the the retro <laughs> yeah. mbl and just go for it i think the pack last, yeah. the, the pack last week um i think it was like three or four
1: <laughs> yeah when, uh, you know
0: when those retro mbl is so. so hard to. oh yeah like, yeah yeah
1: Cause a lot of times like like, like retro NBL, you didn't even have Ozstar or Foxtel. Like, you know, you were waiting for a game on, or the ABC or channel seven or something in no, the, it was, on the Saturday it, afternoon.
0: It was channel 10, um, Steve Carfino. He would have his, ah, yeah. his, his Wild show. Thoughts. uh, Nope. Nope. That wasn't it. Um, that's channel nine, uh, channel 10 had a NBL specific show and it was Steve Carfino and just. Whoever else he could find, I think it was bill woods, um, possibly. And yeah, they just, they would have a 30 minute NBL show and it was the absolute balls. It was amazing as a young kid. It was great to watch, but, but that
1: was all your basketball, right? Pretty much like, like there was no, so man, it was, man it was tough. Up. It was tough. Yeah. Yeah. But
0: yeah. Uh, yeah. As a young kid who didn't have, uh, the keys to the, uh, TV remote um yeah there was no there was no prime time availability it was oh saturday mornings oh yeah whatever you know go for it kid, yeah you know? so yeah you know but, ah, good times anyway mate, thank you very much for uh, joining us once again
1: always a pleasure my friend
0: always always love your work all right that's that's gonna wrap us up here for episode 151 of the ball don't lie australia podcast Huge shout out as always to Dr. Electrician servicing the Brisbane and North Adelaide areas and, of course, the local card shop of Gabba. But that is going to wrap us up. If you are listening on a a streaming service that allows those five-star reviews, please do go and do that. That stuff really does help a lot. Um, And until you're listening to us again, just remember that ball don't lie.
1: It never does.